0: welcome to the weekly standard podcast i'm your host michael graham with us on the weekly standard is fred barnes and fred you have a great piece in the wall street journal about uh... what paul ryan can represent and should represent for donald trump as he goes forward as the republican nominee does donald trump really need paul ryan in the evil establishment i think he does
1: even though look so many things have been going right or appear to be going right for donald trump The polls in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida, key states, show that he's tied with Hillary. Uh, Gallup comes out with a a poll that shows that uh, he's doing as well among Republicans uh, as Hillary is doing among Democrats. Uh, so things are looking up for him, but he still needs Paul Ryan, because because Paul Ryan is sort of the head and the symbol of of uh, a, a group at the top of the party, not just the elected officials and the members of Congress, but, but groups like the business community, the intellectual class, and there is one among Republicans, as you know, the think tanks, uh, all these people at the top that uh, really shape, uh, shape the party. The donors don't, marry, don't matter, but it's this uh, uh, more, really more brainy group uh, that really matters, and uh, he, he needs to win them. I don't think he can have a successful, happy convention uh, without Paul Ryan.
0: Uh, but why – and, and I hear this from uh, Trump supporters. Trump doesn't need these people. He beat them. That's how they perceive it is that mm-hmm. this is exactly who he defeated. Why would he go back? He's going to press on with the uh, people that brought him.
1: He didn't beat Paul Ryan. He didn't beat think tanks. He didn't beat the business community and the leaders of it. Uh, You know, he beat other uh, presidential candidates who uh, thought that this was just another election where your experience and so on would help and how much money you raised and so on. I thought that, too, but they were wrong, and and Trump was right. Uh, But he still needs this particular group that paul ryan is the speaker of the house and someone who's been around all these people the think tank people the intellectuals and so on the writers uh has been around them since he was a very young man in his early 20s
0: uh what can they do for him both at the convention and beyond that's vital for uh trump's uh, campaign
1: they could write favorably about him they can endorse him uh, uh, they can, uh, uh, have their people, particularly the think tanks, can, uh, uh, contribute people to his campaign who can help out, can write speeches, come up with policy proposals, write them for him. Um, he doesn't have to accept them, but he can sure use these people. There are a lot of, I mean, Republicans really do have a, uh, an impressive intellectual, uh, infrastructure. A lot of it's in Washington, but not all of it is. I mean, they've got the group at it, who got the Hoover Institution and the Heartland Institute in Chicago, and they're, and they're really all over the country. Uh, but it's a group that matters. You know, Democrats uh, and, and Hillary needs uh, uh, the, uh, the Democratic think tanks. There aren't as many of them, and they aren't quite as good as the conservative ones, but she needs them, too.
0: Uh, There's an argument that goes like this. Donald Trump has never really run on policy other than a few, you know, build the wall, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. take on ISIS kind of things. And he seems either reluctant to engage in it. Maybe uh, some people argue he's too smart to get bogged down, you know, be kind of what Barack Obama was eight years ago, a tabula rasa that you can project your issues on. Some people say he doesn't really understand the issues, as we've seen on some of the Mm -hmm. questions like pro-life and the budget. Uh, why, why, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, is that a key part of his campaign or is his campaign simply continuing to be the populist in this populist moment?
1: Well, he can be the populist in the populist moment, but he has to do some other things, too. He's going to have to give an acceptance speech at the Republican convention in July. He's already his campaign and Trump have talked about a number of the set uh, uh, peace speeches that he's going to be giving. The ones where he talks into a teleprompter or reads a teleprompter and and has a, uh, a prepared text of his speech on serious issues like the, uh, uh, the judiciary and who he might appoint to be president to replace uh, Nino Scalia, the famous conservative justice, uh, and, and 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 many other subjects that he will have. Uh, I think. Uh, a particular formal uh, speeches uh, to talk about infrastructures, one, and and so on. And then there are the debates. He's going to, now maybe he'll want to wiggle out of the debates, but I doubt it, but there'll be three debates, probably. That's the normal number now between himself and Hillary Clinton, assuming she's the Democratic nominee. And what, is he going to just, you know, talk about, well, that guy's a loser, and you're a loser, and so on. You know, he's got to do better than that, and he needs some help on this.
0: Well, once again, I know a lot of Trump supporters who would say he doesn't need to do better, that he's doing mm-hmm. it just fine. And that brings us to the big question. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say Paul Ryan comes on board and says, I want this team of thoughtful people who have an in-depth understanding of budget issues, foreign policy mm-hmm. issues, to guide you. Is Donald Trump going to become the kind of politician and political candidate who will take that guidance, who will embrace these policies, who will connect them together in a coherent framework, or... As many people want him to do is Trump going to stay Trump and let me take one more yeah. step before I get your answer Fred there are a lot of people reluctant to, to support him because their attitude is you can sit him down with all the think tank people you can, you can have Edmund Burke on one end of the table and William F. Buckley on the other and at the end Donald Trump's gonna get up stand up go to a microphone and you know say something crazy call somebody like you say call somebody yeah. a loser and just go on Trump is never yeah. gonna stop being Trump where, where does Fred Barnes fall on that debate
1: Well, I agree with you that Donald Trump is never going to stop being Trump, but he doesn't have to be Trump all the time. There are other (laughs) times where he needs to give. and I think this is what he'll do. We'll see the Trump, uh, the Trump who uh, tweets and who calls in the morning TV shows every morning and and appears at rallies and says uh, and speaks extemporaneously. You don't know what he's going to say. We'll see that Trump. But we're going to also see the Trump that does uh, uh, more serious things. It comes out with policy proposals. Uh, now look, look, if a bunch of pinheads come in and, and talk to him and give him advice, uh, he'll take some of the advice. He's not going to take all the advice. They're not going to be able to tell him how to run his campaign. But they're going to, they're going to help him uh, establish it as a, uh, a serious campaign as well as a populist campaign that allows – Uh, Trump to, uh, you know, go out and say whatever he wants, and no doubt he will. But that's not going to be the only thing he needs to do in a general election. This is down to two people now. This is different uh, uh, from the primaries, which he excelled in. Uh, So I think we're going to see the old-fashioned Donald Trump and a new one, too.
0: I have to object, Fred Barnes, to you saying that I'm not going to know what what he's going to say when he speaks extemporaneously, (laughs) because the fact is, Donald Trump doesn't know what he's going to say when he speaks September 8th. Like, I, don't, I don't think it's fair to burden me in a way that you don't burden the candidate. Fred, Trump's made an interesting announcement uh, late Tuesday on the issue of his tax returns. And uh, let's set aside that he pledged that he was going to release them. They were going to come out, etc. He's simply saying now that he's not going to release them. From a strategy standpoint, is, is that a smart move for Donald Trump? And can a Republican billionaire get away from with spending six months saying, I'm simply not going to release my tax information.
1: I would say a Republican billionaire uh, cannot uh, get away with that, with the exception of Donald Trump. He <laughs> probably can. He's not your average billionaire. I know a few of them, and he's not He's not the average one. Uh, you know, there must be enough in there, in his tax returns, that might be embarrassing, uh, that he's figured out that it would be worse for me if I released it rather than stonewalling the press and we're reneging on my promise to release it, he doesn't want it to come out.
0: I know you are reluctant to make uh, predictions. We all are after the past mm. nine months. But in, is this do you think that that's going to end up having been the right strategy or is he even Donald Trump going to have to cave if there's a drumbeat of ads from Hillary and pressure from the media to say you can't expect people to vote for you without even giving us the basic information on your conflicts of interest that so it might be you know a, a, a there in your tax returns can can or, or is he do you think he can make this work
1: it's gonna be hard and we've seen him walk back uh, some of his statements we've seen that in the last few weeks he's walked back to what he's uh, said about the federal debt and how you pay it off and and he's uh, and so he's willing to do that if there's an outcry against what he said uh... now this uh... there will be an outcry i don't think average citizens are going to care about it much but the media will they will really be relentless at, about this and 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 we'll see if they have a uh, if they have enough uh... muster and can exert enough pressure on him you know when i stop and think about it and here's trump he's a tough guy uh... if there's any if there's ever been a presidential candidate who could just thumb his nose at the media and, and others as well, and not release his taxes and get away with it, it's Donald Trump.
0: It also shows that Donald Trump has a heartening confidence in the federal government, Fred, because he's assuming that the uh, Obama-IRS hasn't handed all that information to Hillary Clinton already. <laughs> so that's there you go, a, a flash of optimism. Fred Barnes, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check WeeklyStandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.